All right, guys. Welcome in. It's Brad with College Sportscast. And we're here tonight to do week 10 game day pick'ems. videos or not just wrapped it up just wrapped, just wrapped up it didn't play for me so i couldn't tell <laughs> i couldn't tell if i was just standing here or sitting here on you know on camera what's going on I think you muted yourself there yeah he's he's muted again Let's see if he comes back. I don't know if he knows if he's – did he hear us tell him he was muted? I don't know. He's muted. wonder if he lost us too. I don't know. Unmute your mic. Says he can't. I don't know. There he goes. Then he unmuted it again. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. All right, I, so it. I told y'all it didn't play on my end. Well, both videos played on my end after I started talking, and it mutes me whenever they play. So anyway, that's hilarious. Have no, have no idea. So both videos mutes on the video plays. So that's what happened. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyways, I've got Taylor and John back with me tonight. And we're here to do week 10 of our game day pick'ems. So our pick'ems as of right now through week nine. Last week I was six and six. John was seven and five. Taylor was not on with us last week. So he doesn't have any stats from last week. But, but that is Last week, I am 60 and 46 on the season. John is 49 and 
And Taylor, you are 35 and 36 with the weeks that you've been on here. All right. Maybe I can get above 500 this week. Now he's muted again. I can't hear a word he's saying. Wonder if the video started playing again. That'd actually be pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Let me back out and I'll see if you guys can um, also and let me know if it's any better if I back out. All right, let's see if it works. And here we go. Hopefully he'll be back in just a minute. We have been doing really good with this whole uh, audio thing until tonight. I don't know what the deal is, to be honest with you. <clears throat> What's up, Ken? What's up, Greg? Here we go again. Okay, can you hear me? I can. I, it keeps playing the video over. It's like on repeat. It keeps playing. I've only hit we're it. Have to get, we're probably going to have to get rid of the videos eventually. It's just. I don't know. It, it's like it's on repeat, and it kept playing the, the videos over and over. I don't know. No idea. I don't know. Okay. Goodness gracious. That's First game we're going to talk about this week is Texas. <laughs> yeah. It's Texas A&M at Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. Ole Miss is a three point favorite at home in this one mm -hmm. um i was trying to have taylor on with us tonight we've been trying to do three a few weeks and then we're do that because we're having issues so you can see when i tried it tonight we still had some issues yeah i have no idea what's going on with it what do you say on this one john um, you know, Texas A&M is kind of going through some things right now. You know, they haven't really been playing that well. Um, they ended up winning last week against um, South Carolina, but South Carolina, Ole Miss is not South Carolina. And I'll be honest with you, I'm concerned a lot with, with Moss, the Moss injury, um, Texas A&M's running back. I think that's going to make it a challenge 
I think, for a and for to keep pace with Ole Miss Saturday. Um, and, and they already struggle trying to run the football anyways, A&M does. So, it's, I think, and you know, that's going to put a lot of pressure, I think, on Max Johnson to make plays. And I just don't think they'll be able to do that in Oxford. Um, I believe Ole Miss wins this game. I believe they cover the spread, the three points. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't trust A&M right now. They're, they're just, they're, you know, up until South Carolina game, they hadn't been really playing that well. And, you know, they, they made some plays last week. Um, granted, South Carolina's defense is not the best, but, at the same yeah, time, I don't, I don't really think, I don't really think South Carolina is a good measuring stick. No, they're not, and we'll find out this weekend what uh, what they're made of, especially without the running back. Um, I just think it's going to be put too much pressure on Max Johnson to make plays, and I just don't think they can do it. All right, that's fair. Um, you know, I'm going to be very similar. I mean, A and M. Yes, they won last week at, you know, against South Carolina. Um, South Carolina is a good measuring stick. A&M's, you know, they have had an up and down season a little bit. Ole Miss is seven and one. The only, their mm-hmm. only loss is, is Alabama um, through the, throughout the season so far. This game is in Oxford, and I, I, you know, at just three points, I feel like I've got to take Ole Miss in this um, with the offense that they have, passing and and rushing with Judkins is, um, and I'm gonna take the three points as well. All right, next. One we're going to talk about tonight is Kansas State at Texas. And this one is just a four-point favorite for Texas at home at Kansas State. That seems kind of low to me. What do you think, John? Uh, I wouldn't say it's real low because, you know, this to me, this will be a more stiffer test that Texas is going to face, especially against um, Kansas State. Um, you know, I think it's it's an even matchup, especially with Ewers out. Um, Howard, to me, is an above-average quarterback. Um, you know, their ground game is one of the best in the country. Um, Texas's pass defense, I think, is ranked seventh in the country. I think they'll hold up this weekend. Um I feel confident in saying that Kansas State will cover this game, but I'm not so sure Texas is a better team without their quarterback. Um, twin years. Um, yeah, the, the redshirt freshman last week, Murphy, played outstanding. You know, they beat BYU, but BYU is not Kansas State. Kansas State's a little bit better competition you move up in competition so it's going to be a stiffer test for texas to make plays to win this football game and and i think kansas state covers um this game 
Okay. I think they covered. I just I think feel they like covered I feel like Texas has um, all the talent in the world, and it's at home. They do. I, give me Texas. You know, I mean, I just feel like I know that they are, you know, um, with their backup quarterback, but he played pretty well last week. He's got a week under his belt. He's he's going to be at home with home crowd this week. Um, mm-hmm. And he has all the talent around him that, that Texas has. So I'm going to say give me Texas and the four-point home is what I'm going to say in this one. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just we'll mix it up here. Yeah, we always do. All right. So the next game we're going to talk about is Notre Dame at Clemson. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame is a three-point favorite, according mm-hmm. to DraftKings, which is where I get all these from. Um, according mm-hmm. to DraftKings today, actually, um, they were a three-point favorite at Clemson. And, you know, Clemson's usually a tough place to play. They haven't been playing up to par lately. So, John, what do you think on this game? Well, my thing is, you know, Clemson, they brought back 15 starters from a year ago. You know, they're they're rebuilding. Um, You know, they're four and four. They've lost their last two games. Um, Dabo Sweeney is cussing out fans on the radio. Um, there's just a lot of things that's that's not sitting right with this Clemson team right now. And there's a lot of drama going on with the fans and especially with the coaches. Um, Poor Cabe Tyler. Klubnick, Cabe Klubnick has been inconsistent at quarterback. Um, Notre Dame has, I think, the third best pass defense in the country. Um, Notre Dame beat them last year by 21. And – this is a much better Notre Dame team and a less talented Clemson team. And I think Clemson. But last year was team. in South Bend and this is in Clemson. I, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, Clemson has showed me no improvements from week to week. Um, the, the offense is inconsistent. Um, they, the biggest thing with Clemson is they don't have a bunch of playmakers that they normally have, and that's what's really stopping them from being really great. Um, and and I think Notre Dame goes in there, and I think they win this game. I think they cover the three-point spread. I just – I think the running back for Notre Dame will carry them, Audrey Kasima. Um, I think he's one of the better running backs in the country. And Notre Dame has a really good defense, and Clemson's going to have a time moving the football at times against this um, Irish D. I mean, the one thing I think is Clemson does have a pretty good defense still. Um, they just don't have the offense that they have been known to have over the last, you know, several years. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, for me – you know, everything in me says that this is a low spread and it should be a little higher than this. So because of that reason, I, even though this is Death Valley and Clemson, um, I am going to take Notre Dame in this game and take the three points, the road team here on this one. I'll, I'll say I'll go. The, uh, 
I'll go as far as saying that if Clemson loses this game, they're going they're they're going to be looking straight ahead at four and five, and at the same time, their season could could really go down the drain with a loss Saturday. Let's be honest. You know the fans and the the coaches they are will, at it. If they lose this one, they will be four. Yeah. So there's a lot going on right now, especially drama wise among the fans and the coaches. And I just think, you know, there's too much going on for them to for them to win. I mean, it's just unless they pull a rabbit out of the hat and this offense gets completely better than what they've been the last two weeks, I just don't see them beating. Uh, Notre Dame. I mean, all that's fair. I mean, mm -hmm. You went on mute again, my man. Okay, how about now? Yeah, I hear you now. Okay, I saw that. I mean, it just does it by itself, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But anyways, um, I appreciate some guys being on with us. Just wanted to throw that up there a little bit. So our next one we're going to talk about is Ohio State is going to Rutgers. And Ohio is a 19-point favorite at Rutgers. I do want to say this. Mm -hmm. Rutgers is 6-2. and two. And I don't think a lot of people know that. They don't. So what do you think about this as a 19-point on the road? Well, to me, this is Rutgers' biggest home game of the season. Um, a win pretty much puts them into a better bowl position. But here's an issue. It's just – it's not going to happen. Um, you know, they lost to Michigan 30-7, to and I think Michigan is just as good as Ohio State is. Um, granted, that game was at Michigan. Um Michigan controlled the tempo the whole game. Um, they kept Rutgers in check pretty much the whole game. Um, but Rutgers does have a – they do have a – do what now? <laughs> I said, look at here. And Rutgers, Rutgers does have a 50th ground um, ranked ground attack, and they're going up against a really good um, front four in Ohio State. Um, I just don't think they win this game. Now, the, the place is going to be rowdy. Um, this is probably the biggest Rutgers game they've had in quite some time, probably since the early, what, 2000s maybe. 
Um, it's going to be a little rowdy there Saturday. So I, I look for Rutgers to play really good early. But I just think Ohio State's defense will be the difference in this game. They just got too many guys. And they got the best player in the country, Marvin Harrison Jr. So, and they're, and it seems like Ohio State seems like they're clicking right at the right time. So, yeah, I mean, Which I, think I they agree could. with you. I think they I agree with you. For the most part, I mean, this Rutgers team has played really, really well up to this point. Like I said, they are six and two. This is probably mm -hmm. going to be their biggest game of the year at home. I know they're mm -hmm. going to try everything they can to pull this one out. I just mm -hmm. think this Ohio State team's just a better team. Well, and they got um, they got too many four they got too many four stars and five stars on the field, and it, it's going to show it's yeah. going to show Saturday against Rutgers. I mean, Michigan, you know, they held Michigan. It was thirty to seven, which no doesn't sound like you know they were right there, but. That's 23, and this spread is 19. So, yeah. you know, I mean. It's a transition of property, I say. You know, you look will at they from, cover uh, the spread? Is my, is, the only question that I'm having is will they cover the spread? That's the only question I'm having. And I, I'm going to take Ohio State and take the 19 points on the road. But I am second guessing myself on that one. Yeah. All right. Our next one we're going to talk about is Missouri goes to Georgia. Now, this game is basically for the top spot in the East. Now, you still got to win yeah. out and that kind of stuff, but the winner of this is going to be leading the SEC East. Um, Missouri has one loss, Georgia has none. So if they beat them, they will have the tiebreaker and will be leading the SEC East. It is mm -hmm. in Athens, and Georgia is a 15-point favorite. So what say you on this one? And I'll tell you this, both of these offenses are explosive. Um, Cook for Missouri has one of the best wide receivers in the country. He's throwing it to him, Burden, um, Jr. Um, he's one of the top receiving wide receivers in yards. Um, and I think he'll pose a threat to this Georgia secondary. But will that be enough to beat Georgia in Georgia? Um, you know, if you watch the Missouri game – against LSU late, they stumbled. They should have beat LSU. Actually, Missouri should be undefeated right now. Let's let, let's just be let's just be frank. Um, Missouri should be undefeated going to Georgia. But things happen and you didn't win, so you move on. Um, you know, I just think it's just going to be too much, even without Bowers. Um, I think it's going to be close. But I think Georgia just has enough more dudes in this game and especially in Athens to win this game. Um, I think this will be a third quarter game. I think it'll be tight pretty, pretty early, but I think Georgia will wear them down as the game goes in the fourth quarter, because I'm going to tell you something, Deshaun Edwards for, for Georgia, the running back, he is an underrated running back that many don't talk about. 
and he's good on the ground. And I think if Georgia gets a big lead, they're going to use him and they're going to they're just going to punish Missouri up front. And um, which I don't like this like I don't like this double digit line because I think this game could be could go either way, but um, it's in Athens. And let's just let's just be frank. Georgia has not lost a home game since 2019. Well, they've not. They've won like 20 great games. Yeah. 2019, ladies and gentlemen. And I just don't think it'll happen this weekend either. So. Yeah, I know. But this Missouri team is really tough. They are a tough really team. Good. They've got tough defense. They're good. I, they, I'm with you, but it's, they have it's a Georgia. great. They have, they have a really, really good offense, and they, they hung with Georgia last year, with last year's championship team. Now it was in Columbus, Columbus last year, not in Athens. Um, it's different when you're on the road. It's, I tell people, SEC road games are the hardest games to play in in conference. They played Georgia the closest in the regular season last year by losing 27-22. Um, this is a 15-point spread. It is in Athens. I think if you're going Georgia, I think I'm going to go the opposite. I think I'm going to take Missouri and the 15 points. I am too. Yeah. Is that what I, you said? I, yeah. I, I think I'm going to do the same as you because I think this Missouri team is capable of putting points on the board, especially against a suspect – Georgia defense that's not the Georgia defense from the last two years. I think um, Connor Cook is going to get make some plays down the field. Um, uh, not Connor Cook, Brady Cook. Brady Cook's going to make some Brady plays Cook. down the field um, with Luther Burden. And I think the, the, the X factor in this is Theo Weiss. Um, he had a big breakout game against Kentucky a couple weeks ago. We, they got two um, wide receivers, yeah. They got two really good wide receivers. Um, but at the end of the day, it's Georgia. And until somebody knocks Georgia off, Georgia's still the champs. What's up, Tino? And, and that's what's going to happen this weekend. Georgia's going to make a statement this weekend and win this game. But I do I, – but I think Missouri will cover the spread. Okay, so we're both taking Georgia, or Missouri to cover the spread in this one, huh? Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, I do think Georgia wins the game. I'm just taking Missouri to cover the spread. All right. Our next one we're going to talk about is Penn State. Goes to Maryland. Penn State is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite at Maryland this week. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. What do you think about this? Maryland is playing really bad right now. Um, they haven't played but, good the last couple of two or three weeks. But there, there, there's that part of me that says, you know, Penn State's going on the road, and next week they got Michigan coming. And do they overlook Michigan? Michigan. <laughs> do they overlook Michigan? And lose this game and fall into a trap. That, that that's the that's the big question. And 
But Penn State should have the fans there. Everywhere they go, they always they pack the stadium. Um, plus, it's not really a far drive to um, to where Maryland College Park. So, Penn State has the better team. But Maryland is one of those teams that you just don't want to sleep on, especially, you know, them fading because at the same time they can come up and get up for a big game. And plus, Penn State's got a big hang matchup on, with me. Hold one. that thought just a second. Ken, you're right, but LSU does have one of the top offensive in the country. They do. One of the best. So. I think Maryland. <laughs> I think Maryland covers the spread. Um, I'm just not okay. sold. I'm just not sold on this Penn State team. You know, everybody was saying, you know, oh, Penn State's going to do this, do this, and they go to Ohio State and they look like they do. We believe the hype every single year, and they it just seems like that they never. They never put it together for four quarters in a big game. And oh, I agree with you, Ken. Um, they had their trap game against Indiana, but at the same time, you know, you got to think they got Michigan coming up next week, and your mind's probably thinking, you know what, we can't lose this game because if we do, that's probably going to knock us out of the Big Ten Championship and possibly going to the Big Ten Championship. So there's a lot of things to play with here. So I think Penn State wins this game. But I'm going to take Maryland to cover the eight and a half. The eight. I get what is it? Eight and a half. Okay, I'm with. I'm with. Yeah, it's eight and a half. I, I'm with Ken on this one. We were off on the Georgia Missouri, but I think I think Indiana was the trap game. After you know, after playing yeah, but, Ohio State, but we say um, that, and then coming off then of that, we end I up, think the Indiana game was a trap game. Well, we do that, and then we come back here on Sunday, and we see a loss. That's that's the way it works on this show. <laughs> it's possible you, you might be right, but I'm going to take I mean, Penn State and the eight and a half points in this mm. one. I I do like team. They just need to find some more offense. And this yeah, Maryland the, the team offense. can put up some offense. Yeah, Tungo Aloha, um, Tua's brother, can absolutely play football at quarterback. He's yeah, he's, he's actually legit. And Penn State's going to have to make some plays defensively to beat Maryland. So. I agree. But I'm going to take James Franklin, Penn State, in this one, and take the eight and a half this week. My biggest All concern right, so is the road next game. My biggest, the, the thing about me, it's a road game before Michigan, and that's where I'm going with it because sometimes yeah. that gets yeah. in your head sometimes. Our next game we're going to talk about, this could be the last bedlam that we see for quite some time. Oklahoma – goes to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma is a six-point favorite at Oklahoma State. And again, I don't think a lot of people realize Oklahoma State is six and two. Oklahoma seven and one now. 
And I I'll don't think this. a lot of people realize that Oklahoma State had the kind of season that they have had so far. Yeah, even with a above-average quarterback, you know, at the, at, to, to beat it all. You know, I, I'll say this about this game. Um, you can throw records out when it comes to this game because they it's always be up for this game. game. They're going to be up Fans for Fans are going to be rowdy, rowdy, rowdy. You can't let here, – here's my thinking. You can't let one loss turn into two because if you do, it's – it's gonna it's gonna make a really great season look like an average season for Oklahoma after what they did early in the year by beating Texas. Oklahoma has one of the best offensive teams in the country. Um, they're averaging three hundred and eight passing yards per game. Um, that's eleventh, and Oklahoma State's defense is not that good to be honest. And I think you know Oklahoma has the offense to win this game in a shootout. But I'll say this. I would not put it past Mike Gundy because every time Mike Gundy gets up for a big game, he always has that one game where he shows up. And it's usually against Oklahoma. And this is a game that if I'm Oklahoma, I'll be careful with, especially it being in Stillwater. It's, it's, it's a game that's, you know, Notoriously for being close and playing close. Oh, it is for sure. You mm-hmm. think they go in and win by more than six? I think Oklahoma covers this spread. Um, the, the six you points. You think Oklahoma covers the spread, the six points? I do. I just – All right. I don't think Oklahoma State has the defense this year. Now, if we was talking last year and year before – I could probably give you a little bit more reasoning for why Oklahoma State could possibly win this game. But their defense this year has not been as good as it has been in the past. And I think that's going to be a bad recipe, especially against the Oklahoma offense that can move the football. And especially with a quarterback Oklahoma like Dylan Gabriel. Oklahoma have a great offense. And Dylan Gabriel is like one of the better my quarterbacks biggest, in the country. But my biggest question on Oklahoma – Last three weeks, they've been giving they up looked. a whole lot of points. They defensively. have. They have. That's the that is question. my big. That they they started out the season and was you know the offense was looking great, spectacular even, and their defense looked way way better than last year. All of a sudden, in the last three games. Oklahoma's averaging giving up about 30 points a game or so. They are. In the last three games. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I trust their defense right now. And that's my biggest thing is they're giving up way too many points. They did to, you know, to UCF. They did to Kansas. I trust Mike Gundy. But I also trust what this Oklahoma offense can do. They can move the football at will. And like I said, that's going to be a bad recipe for Oklahoma State and the weakness they got in the secondary and and on their defense. Oklahoma State, to me, is going to have to point for point with Oklahoma, and can they do that is the question. 
I tell you what, if you're taking Oklahoma in the points, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to take Oklahoma State in the six points. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'm saying give me the six points. Well, you do that, my man. Be froggy and jump. <laughs> Sometimes you got to be a little different. You do. All right. So our next game, guys, is Kansas is going to Iowa State. And Iowa State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game at home. You know what's funny? They are one of the five teams. And what's crazy about all this, and there's one, they're one of the five teams that are four and one in conference, and they control their own destiny. Iowa State? They do, yeah. Yeah. The only loss that they, they really they, they got dominated was the Oklahoma game when where Oklahoma beat them by 30 points. Um, so, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. Jack Trice Stadium is a hard place to play in Ames. Um, and to me, this feels like a classic letdown game. For Kansas, um, you know, they're they're off an emotional high beating Oklahoma. Now they have to go to a, a Iowa State team that's that's a sneaky good little Cyclone team. Um, Jason Bean did not play good last week against Can uh, against good Oklahoma. Oklahoma thirty eight thirty. But they won in spite of him. Um, they had you know. <laughs> Iowa State's defense is really good. They're just they're only giving up 19 points a game. They had the second best pass defense in the conference. This to me, this is a letdown game um, for Kansas. I don't like Kansas in this game. I don't. It's, I just think that coming off a high, like I said, the emotional high with beating Oklahoma, and then you have to go back on the road and you have to face a a, a decent defense and a sneaky Iowa State team that is actually playing really good. Give me Iowa State. Give me Iowa State in the whatever the points is. Is it two or three, something like that? Okay. Can you hear me now? Actually, let me let me rephrase that. I think Iowa State upsets them. Let me just give you my upset pick off the bat. That's my upset pick of the week is Iowa State. I think they no, covered. Iowa State is actually favored two and a half. Oh, okay, then. Well, that's yeah. my lock of the week then, the two and a half Iowa State. All right. Yeah, I, yeah. State's actually favored in this game, which I was kind of surprised about. I'm not because this is classic Kansas we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be let's be real here. I mean, I agree with you, but I'm going to take Kansas in this game. Um, 
they're the ones mm -hmm. that sorry i hit the wrong thing there um they're the ones that you know coming off of a big victory and they do slip up sometimes when they do that so there's a part of me that says like you did take iowa state but i'm going to take kansas mm -hmm. you know they they should be able to beat iowa state if they can beat oklahoma so you know that's that's the way i'm going to go with it so in kansas mm -hmm. and the next one we're going to talk about is washington goes to usc and i, I want to be a three favorite i'm gonna be honest with you i'm shocked that this point spread is not higher I'm really They're not. Only three point and I tell you why, because USC's defense is absolutely atrocious. Like, like atrocious. Like it is, like but USC can put up an awful lot of points. They can. But have you ever heard of uh let me think. Michael Penix Jr. <laughs> Michael Penix Jr. is one of the Heisman front runners to me. And I just don't think that USC will be able to stop him. And at the same time, I don't think Washington's going to be able to stop Caleb Williams either. But I think Washington gets enough stops to win this football game. And I think this is a statement game for Michael Penix Jr. and Making Washington a threat for the college football playoff, I think they get it done on when the, with the whole world watching this weekend. They take they take care of business and they cover the three points. Even though it's a difficult place to play, USC is a hard place to play. Always has been, even going back to the days of Reggie Bush. But at the same time, I don't trust you this. They, so you you think they take out the mighty Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley? I do. I really do. I mean, look, look, look at, look at it. You know, I'm USC just, is. It, I'm just. Well, I'm just saying, they're fading. They they've been fading for three weeks. They're they're not. Listen, they're not playing. I'm taking Washington too, man. I was just messing. Well, with I'm you. just saying. I'm just telling you. I mean, you know, <laughs> USC's defense. I'll, I'll be frank with you. They couldn't stop. They probably couldn't stop a bunch of high school offenses. That's how bad it is. Listen, it is a little scary. I do think that USC is capable of putting up 45 or 50 points. And if they do, three points could be an issue. I mean, you know, it could be a 48 to 46 tie, you know, three overtime, you know, game or something. You know, I'm gonna I mean, give you a, I'm gonna give you a hot take. I haven't heard anything. Okay. But I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a hot take. If USC Loses this game, I wouldn't be shocked if Caleb Williams shuts it down. There's already been a few rumors of that, anyway. But I wouldn't yeah. be shocked. I just wouldn't. I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I've heard a few rumors of that, anyway, already. Listen, I like Michael Penix Jr. I do. I think he's the Heisman. I think he wins the Heisman. You know, he right now he I have him as my Heisman. Well, he 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 had his Heisman moment against Oregon. Well, double take. 
he can make another statement with USC this weekend. Yeah. And this one, I mean, I this one's on the big, and this one's on the big stage too. So that's two games that he's he's going to yeah. have opportunities to make a statement. So, and if yes, I'm does, dunking on. The, that he, I'm dunking on the Trojans. I'm not a believer in the Trojans. <laughs> well, I mean they're well, just horrendous. Well, I mean, I mean horrendous. I even because me and Brad didn't, didn't we talk about this before the season started? I said USC. With the defense they had last year, they're they would not to make show national some defense, and until they get I it think back. they're worse. I think they're worse than it was last year. So, I think they're worse. I really do. Yeah. I do, too. All right. So, we've got LSU and Alabama. Oh, and boy. this is for the SEC This is for – we had the one in Missouri and Georgia. Now, this is – for the lead and uh, upper hand in the SEC West, Alabama is covered three at home in Tuscaloosa. Man, the game here. What about LSU. the styles? High-powered offense the, or Alabama's defense? That's the thing. There's two different styles here. You know, LSU wants to score. <laughs> as much as possible, and Alabama wants to hold you on defense. Um, yep. The Crimson Tide only scored 40 or more twice this year, and once was against Middle Tennessee State. I just don't think Alabama is equipped for a shootout with the offense that they got. Um, now they, they aren't. I think they're going to have to hold LSU to 30 and under to win this game. They are. I think – Alabama's defense is really good. LSU's defense is really bad. Um, something's got to break in this game, whether it's a, a you know a pick. If they don't, if they don't hold LSU to like twenty five or thirty, I don't think Alabama can win this game. I don't either. I'm gonna even go as far as saying this might be the best game of the weekend. This might be the game of the weekend because the winner of this one gets a leg up in the West and pretty much seals it if they went out. Well, if Alabama wins it, I think they pretty much seal it. They seal the deal because they got the tiebreakers. And they've already and, – and they'll have two losses. Uh, the, the, only one gonna, that, the only one that would still have one loss Mississippi, and they already beat Mississippi, so they have the tiebreaker over Mississippi. So they have the tiebreakers. I'm going to go and say this. When it comes to big games like this on the big stage, this game's on CBS, if I'm right. It's a CBS game, right? Well, I think the Georgia-Missouri game is the CBS game, I believe. I think there's a doubleheader, though. I think it's C- – it oh, is. Well, it may I be. It might it be, may yeah. be. But, you know, Alabama – when it comes to these type games, Saban always has them prepared. He always has them ready to go. They're juiced up. You look at the Tennessee game. They couldn't do nothing first half. And second half, Tennessee looked like a – they looked like they couldn't even play football. And yeah. when the backs are against the wall for Alabama, Nick Saban knows how to coach. 
And that's why I'm taking Saban and the Crimson Tide this weekend. Now, I like LSU. I think they got a good offense. I think they're going to score. I think they're going to they're going to make plays against this Alabama defense. That's not normally your Alabama defense. But Alabama no you were going to take the flash and take LSU in this one, damn it. I'm not because when they're when Alabama has their backs against the wall and a chance to make a statement, Saban knows how to do it. And that's why I'm taking Saban and Alabama. Do a this better week. job of controlling the show. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Go, roll tide. No, man. I'm just... So, gosh, this game is going to be a wild game to watch. I can't wait for this game. This has been, you know, I mean, one through the season that you circle, you know, and, and you just can't mm. wait for it. So, you know, if it comes down to coaches, I absolutely trust Nick Saban more than I do Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly yeah, will make so some too, kind man. of ignorant. Brian Kelly and go for it or do something crazy or or points when he don't have to or, I, you know, he – I don't know. I don't even know how to – like, when you watch close games with Brian Kelly, he usually has some kind of ignorant-ass call that you're like, what the crap is he doing? You know, here's the thing that I see with this. LSU has the better quarterback in this game, but they don't have the better defense. Alabama's defense is going to get pressure, but LSU is going to move the football on. But I will Alabama's say this, John. You were talking about Michael Penix and the Heisman moment. If Jaden mm -hmm. Daniels can show out against Bama, I'm telling you right now. Did I say Jay, did I say the wrong one? I said Jaden. No, it's Jaden. Jaden. Yeah. I, there's here's, the Kansas quarterback. Here's where, here's where I think LSU loses is on the defensive side of the ball. It, it is as tough and rough. Yeah, LSU's defense, that's, that's why I don't trust it because LSU's defense is very, very and And is Jalen Milrow is a good quarterback. I mean, he's not the best in the SEC, but he can make plays with his feet. And that's the main thing that, you know, if you're an LSU fan, you got to worry about him running and taking off and making plays. And he, he's got a decent arm. And they're going to make some plays in the thing. And if you let Alabama get a lead with the defense that they got, I think it's going to be tough for LSU to win this game. I do too, um, Ken. Joe Buckner says, if John's picking Bama, I'm taking LSU. That's money in the bank. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, goodness. I had, to, I had to put that one up and laugh. All right. So, I'm going to say, I'll take Bama in this game and say, Tide, but there is a part of me that says that LSU can come in there and get this win. But I'm going to take Bama. 
I'm going to stick with what I've been doing this year, and I'm going to stick with Bama. I actually picked Bama to win the West, so I'm going to stick with it. All right. Second to last game here is Virginia Tech goes to Louisville. Louisville's in the top 15. Um, Louisville's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite, and they're at home. Virginia Tech has been playing a lot better lately. You know what's funny won, about this game? They've won a few games, is, and they've been playing a lot better. You know what's crazy and funny about this game altogether is the winner has a leg up in the ACC Conference Championship. They do. <laughs> As tough as a season Virginia that Virginia Tech, Tech has a shot. Yes, they have a shot of being in the championship game if they can. As bad as the season that they had so far. Um, yeah. But I, I don't think it's going to happen because Louisville's defense should should put, a, put an end to that. Um, Virginia Tech's offense is very mediocre. If you watched them last week against Syracuse, they had a hard time – no, it wasn't Syracuse. It was um, the week before that they played. Who was it they played? Um, was it Rutgers? I can't remember who it was, but they, they they only had like seven points the whole game. Another team had like thirty or something. But anyways, you know, the Hokies' defense is not as good as it has been in recent years. Um, you know, if Louisville can score thirty-three points against Notre Dame. And 23 against Duke, they should put some numbers on Virginia Tech's defense. Um, I'm worried about neighbors, kid Mus. Just want you to know a little bit here. Yeah. I don't think this game will be close at all. Um, I think I think Louisville wins this game. I think they cover the nine and a half points. And what's going to be crazy to me is Brom ends up going to the ACC championship. It will be in his first year, ladies and gentlemen. His first year. Well, he's got the path already, right now. He, if he, the schedule he's got, it's, it's not. It's there. I think they play he's Florida got State the path right now. He plays Florida State. I think. I think that's at home, right? No, they don't play Florida State. Oh no, they don't play Florida State, do they? No, they don't play Florida State. Thought they did. Nope. I promise maybe, you, they did not play Florida State this year. They, they didn't play Florida State. They didn't play Duke. They didn't play Clemson. They're not on their schedule. The, the hardest games on their schedule was in they North play, Carolina. That's right. They, they played Miami. That was my that was my bad. They play Virginia. Miami. Then they play Miami. Then they play Kentucky to end the year. Okay. That's right. Yep. So. Yeah, they, they got it. They don't play. The only the only end all be all is the game at is the game at Miami. Um, is could they trip up there and somebody else just slide in there? But if they beat Virginia Tech, it's going to be awful tough to keep them out of the ACC championship. Oh, I agree with you hundred percent. I've been uh, with the a few of the ACC friends that me and you have with the fanboys. I've been ragging them all year long that Louisville was going to get to the ACC championship game. <laughs> <laughs> I've been ragging them all year. 
So give me Louisville at home against this Virginia Tech team. I will say this. Virginia Tech has been playing really well as of late and uh-huh. won a couple of games that I never thought they would win, to be honest. Uh-huh. But I'm going to take Louisville in this game. And I'm going to end this one this week on something that was very similar to last week. Last week we ended with Oregon State at Arizona, and Oregon State was a three-point favorite. This week we're ending the show with UCLA at Arizona, and UCLA is a three-point favorite. But last week Arizona knocked off Oregon State 27-24. to Yeah, they're – um, UCLA's won three, won three of the last four. They've won three of the last four. The only loss in that area was um, Oregon State, which is, Oregon State's having a really good year this year. Arizona right now is playing really good football, but this will be the best defensive team. This will be the best defensive team they've seen all year in UCLA. You know, they're I think they're ranked up in the top 40 in pass defense. Think, um, was pretty good all de- defensively. I they are. They rank. I think they rank top the ten. I think they rank top ten in a lot of categories. So um, this will all depend on can Arizona take advantage of the times that they do get in the red zone because they might not get a lot of chances, and if they do, they need to take advantage of it. Um, and I think, but at the end of the day. I just think UCLA is the better team. Um, you know, their quarterback's playing really good lately, Ethan Garbers. Um, he's had 509 passing yards the last two games. Um, and I think you add that. Ken, we're not. But just to answer your question, give me the 15 and a half points in Jacksonville State. <laughs> the game caught well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, that's a game that I really don't wouldn't want to push because I wouldn't be shocked if Jacksonville State went in there and beat South Carolina. To be honest with you, I'm taking the I'm taking the points as bad as as bad as South Carolina has played. I wouldn't put it past me to put you upset. Let's just be honest. Give me the points is what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, Ken. (laughs) Yeah, but give me UCLA (laughs) and the three points. Um, I just think their defense will be too much this weekend. Gosh, you outdid me on this game last week. I picked Oregon State. You picked Arizona. And I went six and six. You went seven and five and beat me at the mm-hmm. end last week. Now you're taking UCLA. And yeah. because Arizona won last week, I'm wanting to take Arizona <laughs> and watch it be the day I'm opposite. You're going to beat me. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I mean, this UCLA team does have a good defense. They do. Um, they've been playing. They've been playing pretty good defense. I will say that. But Arizona has been really good lately. I mean, they beat Washington State. They beat Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've been really, really good lately. This Arizona team, and they have a really good quarterback, DeLora. DeLora. Yeah, he is. He is a fantastic quarterback, if you guys don't know. And this Arizona team is sneaky good. They're really good, yeah. 
Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Arizona in this one and flip it from last week, and you up on your side, and we'll see who wins. But I'm gonna take Arizona in this one. I think. Um, I was just going over my locks for the week, and I think I'm gonna change my lock of the week and my upset pick. Well, you, you can, you can. Um, we'll get. We're gonna get to it here. So let me get through the. I got to scroll up to get stuff here. Okay. Upset pick of the week. Uh, I'm looking on. I'm looking. So on last week. Hang on just a minute. Last week we both lost. So. It's one and eight and two and seven. We're not doing very good. Now, I did notice somebody who was a, a really good, um, like he does all this and is really good as far as picking and stuff. And even on his upsets, he's like 12 of 26 or something for the year. Um, so upsets is hard to do. But mm -hmm. anyways, to throw that out there, where do you think your upset's going to go this time? Um, my upset pick of the week. You know, I'm really debating. I know this sounds wild, but the Oregon State and Colorado game, I'm really – it's in Colorado. <laughs> I know as bad as Colorado has played, Oregon State has at times has been very inconsistent. But I'm not going to do that. Um, and there's not really a lot to really. There's not. I'll tell you a few that I looked at. Marshall and App State is one. Coastal Carolina mm -hmm. is, is not favored. At Old Dominion, I don't believe. How about Indiana over Wisconsin? Wisconsin's only a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. And Indiana at times have given them fits. Um, that's a game that could be sneaky, a sneaky watch. Um, so, I think I'm going to go the Indiana route over Wisconsin. I think. Okay. You know, I'm going to see. I'm going to try to pick Kansas over we'll Iowa see. State. Let's see where it lands me. And for my, Kansas and my lock of the up, week. Kansas is coming up of the, yeah. you know, Oklahoma win at Iowa State. Iowa State's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to try to pick Kansas as my upset pick of the week. You're, you're going to like my lock of the week. It's Michigan over Purdue. Purdue is terrible. If they have to steal signs to beat Purdue. <laughs> well, supposedly they were stealing signs for Michigan State. Oh, I'm just saying, if they have to steal signs to beat Purdue, then, you know, hey, you're, you're in worse shape than I am, to be honest with you. Purdue's just not a good football team right now. All right, so lock, John. We've won this week. We both won our locks. Did we win last week? That was week? your first lock. That was your first lock win of the year, by the way. 
Who, what was my lock last week? I have it wrote down somewhere, but I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Bo. Um, you Tennessee will they'll 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 dismantle UConn. That's a that's a pretty much a lock. It's thirty six points though. Yeah, it's a lot, but still UConn's. I mean, that's a lot. I UConn mean, is better. UConn. UConn but, is better than they have been, but thirty six points. Here's the thing: they UConn is better than they have been, but it's still in Neyland, and Tennessee plays good at, at home, and that was my a lot of my reasoning for it. And I'm just going to go ahead and, and give you a couple underrated games real quick before we log off that, you know, that we didn't talk about um, that's going to be played this week. Um, well, we I got haven't lost yet. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Well, I was going to. No, I'm still, you know, I think I'm taking Texas as my lock. I feel like that is a low minus four. I know this Kansas State team is good, but at home, I just feel like I think I'm taking Texas as my lock. Yeah. No. No. I scratch that. I'm taking Notre Dame over Clemson and three points. That's who I'm gonna take. Right. Notre Dame over Clemson, three points. That's my lock. But here's a few games. I just wanted to kind of just not go in depth on them, but just some of the games that that we didn't talk about. Um, BYU travels to West Virginia. They're both five and three. Um, you got Miami going to NC State. That'll be a decent game. Um, NC State's playing pretty good. Well, they – I think what they they won they beat Clemson last week. Um, Boise State and Fresno State the late game that could be a really good game. Fresno State seven and one. Um, Jerry Carter, you're not funny, by the way. Just so you know, <laughs> you got Oregon State going to Colorado, and then you kind of got the same game Kentucky and Mississippi State and, and Starkville, which has been a house of horrors for Kentucky the last few. The last decade, I guess. So, they haven't and by won the way, in Starkville since 2008. And by the way, that game started out as a three point favorite as Kentucky. It's moved all the way up to five. Yeah. So, I noticed that earlier. Mining's coming in on Kentucky side this, this, this weekend. If that, that tells you anything that Mississippi State, you know, they're not a real good football team, but, you know, neither are we at times. So, it'll be a battle of attrition. <laughs> and the Gator, oh, that's right. Uh, Musk brought it up. Um, Florida plays yeah, Arkansas. Arkansas and Florida play each I other. About that. I forgot yeah. about that game, yeah. But I think there, Florida was, there was a lot of games that I, I try to keep this to 12 on our list each week, yeah. but there was a lot of games. Um, I think I, I think at. Florida, I think Florida beats Arkansas. There's just too much turmoil going on in in Fayetteville right now. There's just a lot of issues going on in Arkansas right now. I think 
Florida takes care of business at home. It's in the swamp. It was only yeah, four and a half point favorite. So yeah, it's it's tough to win the swamp. Yeah, it's it's in the swamp. So yeah. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up our show. We even gave you a couple of bonus picks there, Ken. I seen where you said thanks for the bonus pick on the Gamecock Bowl that you were talking about there. So I, I that's my take on it. I just don't trust this South Carolina team, and, and Jacksonville's a pretty good team. Jacksonville State and we, is. And, and we apologize for the audio tonight. It just – I don't know. It's just – it seems like it has one – one week where it looks good and the other week it just completely falls apart, but we'll figure well, it we out. tried to have Taylor on to start and that was not a good thing. So I guess we're just going to keep it to me and one other for a while. So just until um, we but, get everything, the, 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 the jams figured out. Yeah. So oh, by the way, by the way, college basketball starts back Monday night. Are you excited? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, our next show is going to be Sunday at 3 o'clock. We're going to do the weekend wrap-up show for week 10. And then the last thing that I want to talk about is our home field apparel. Check them out. Right now they're having a can't-miss tip-off, and they got some brand-new items that dropped today. They have some new throwback championship teams. There's like 64 different items um, there's brand new uh, throwback bomber jackets that come out today. Um, Kentucky is one of them that's really cool. Check them out. Use our code CSCAST, 15% off. Go to homefieldapparel.com. You know what that sounded We're like? It, sa it sounded like you said CSCATS. <laughs> CSCATS. It sounded like you said CATS. Well, oh. use our use our code. We're really, really proud to be able to offer people over what I think is about 175 or 80 teams of some really cool retro vintage logos, mascots, throwback teams, uh, designs, throwback designs. Like it's a really cool thing. Check them out at homefieldapparel.com and use our code CSCAST if you're a first time buyer. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up our show. We appreciate you being on with us. And check out some cool items this week. I really appreciate